Hi, and welcome to Com Church Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk you're about to hear. Good morning, Com Church. Um, just want to greet you this morning and to also all of our friends who are watching from far and wide. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're staying safe and healthy and um, in whatever situation you're in, whether you're still in lockdown or not, uh, we just pray God's blessing upon you. So uh, just really want to look at the scriptures today, um, go on a little journey down through some scriptures and bring some encouragement and faith and some hope to you. Um, in this funny, strange time that we're living in, I know that uh, we, we find ourselves in, in very strange and, and difficult circumstances for many of us, but I am uh, encouraged by the fact that the, the Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the good thing about this is that God is definitely not on lockdown. Our God is not surprised by our situation, uh, and he's definitely not worried by our situation. So that's good, isn't it? It's good to know. In fact, God knew this would happen. Um, if you actually read back, way back into the Old Testament, God actually gave instructions for this type of situation when he gave instructions about things like washing, uh, isolation, um, things about what to eat, what not to eat. So there were many, um, many hygiene. God knew about hygiene before we ever did. So that's good to know. In fact, if you, if you actually think about it, I don't know if you realize this or not, but if the world would completely follow God's word, we would never have had this disease. Or in fact, we would never have had any disease. Uh, we would actually have had uh, no, no AIDS, for example. We wouldn't have had famine. We wouldn't have had wars, divorce, crime, poverty. So, you know, pollution. So we have to look to the fact that God already knew what was going to happen, and God already has the answer for us. As Christians, we know that our connection to the Lord is um, through faith. And I just want to have a little look at that this morning. Um, I believe that, especially in this time that we're living in, um, we really, I think it's time for faith to increase and strengthen um, and to be more activated in all of us as Christians. Uh, it's a great opportunity to, um, to operate our faith uh, and to let that faith grow, and also to share that faith with others and, and show people that, that we don't have to live in fear, and we don't have to live under these things, and we can overcome them. But uh, So I just want to look at faith. What is faith? Well, I want to just give you a scripture. Uh, Hebrews 11, verse 1, which is actually a very well-known scripture. Uh, it says that, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. And there's a few words in there that are interesting. One is confidence, the other one is hope. So maybe just remember those in the back of your mind. It is, it is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So in this verse, the word confidence is the, the first one. Um, faith is confidence. And what we and what we hope for, but how does that work? How does confidence work? 
Well, another scripture in the same book, uh, Hebrews 4.16, actually says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So, you know, as Christians, we have been given the greatest access that there ever is or ever will be. We have been given access to literally walk up to the throne of God and ask for help in our time of need. I think that's an incredible thing. And this scripture says that we can do that with confidence. So faith is the confidence in what we hope for. Amen. Um, And sometimes we lose our confidence, but I I just really feel that as we read these words, that, that I pray that that confidence would be strengthened and increased for us. In the same book again, Hebrews 10 verse 35, it says, do not throw away your confidence for it will be richly rewarded. So there's a reward in that as well. We literally can walk up to God and we can ask him for whatever it is that we need to help both ourselves and to help others. Um, and, and I think many, many of us probably in this time of isolation have been praying a lot more. I know we have. Um, I think we've maybe discovered a few things about ourselves as well. Um, one thing my wife and I have discovered is that we, we probably could retire in the future without killing each other. So that's a good thing. So it's almost like a dry run for retirement for us. So anyway, let's get back to the word. So as a Christian, we have the right to approach God. And I think that's an amazing gift. So I think that what we sh- at this time, we should use that, that access more and more to approach God and to um, find that help in a time of need. And then the other word I, I said at the beginning was hope. It's confidence for what we hope for. Our first scripture, Hebrews 1.11 said, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. I really want to ask the question to ourselves, myself and yourself, why is hope important? Well, because hope is the basis for faith. Um, whenever we lose hope, we lose faith. And, and, you know, and times like these, difficult times, can, can sort of strain our hope and our faith and can, we can lose hope. And it's taken in its extreme. It says in the, over in the book of Proverbs 13, verse 12, it says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And the word deferred, I mean, some of you might remember years ago, you could have a mortgage with deferred payments where you would have a small payment for maybe five years or so. Uh, so, that, so your bigger payments were deferred. But then when that uh, time was up, all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, you're paying a, a, a much bigger payment because your payment was deferred to another time. And whenever hope gets deferred like that, it gets delayed uh, and moved to one side and you can't seem to find it. The Bible says that that makes the heart sick. The loss of hope comes through these difficult problems, you know, that we all face in life. Many of us have, uh, you know, we know know circumstance, problems, stuff that was beyond our control. Nobody saw this situation coming. Many of of you and and myself, we've been through things that we didn't expect. Um, And that hope, if it gets deferred, can make our hearts sick. So... My question then for all of us is, how do we get back to hope and therefore back to faith? Well, as in everything, the answer is in the Word of God. 
So I have a really good scripture. I have five verses of scripture. It's in Romans 5, verses 1 to 5. And it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access. There's that access again. We have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Now that's a lovely scripture. But it goes on to say, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Or another version says, hope does not disappoint us. So hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Now, you could do a hundred sermons on those five verses. They're fantastic. But I want to focus really on that middle bit, which to the natural mind would seem strange. Not only so, we, we glory in our sufferings. Now, what on earth does that mean? Who wants to glory in the sufferings? You know, we're not, we're not some kind of masochist. But what this actually, I, I, to me, this is a, like a formula for faith. Recent times, we've all suffered. But it says in the scripture that our suffering was actually going to produce something. The suffering produces perseverance. And what does perseverance mean? Well, I think perseverance is sort of like uh, when you go to the gym regular, on a regular basis. You know, someone posted, I think, recently that 87% of people didn't know their gym was closed. It's because they never go. But those who do go on a regular basis and work out and do all the stuff they need to do, they build perseverance, they build muscle. And for the Christian, suffering builds spiritual muscle. It gives, us that, it gives us a perseverance, it gives us a strength, an inner strength that if we were to go through the same thing at a different time, we would actually go through it easier because we've built that perseverance. So out of our suffering has come something good, which is perseverance. We've built that strength. So that's a, that's a good positive thing that's come out of it because God always brings good out of the bad and then it goes on to say that perseverance produces character and it, it and I, I you know we have to assume he means good character of course it does but character um, I remember I used to remember when I was a child that my mother used to say to me if I would complain about doing something I didn't want to do and as children, of course, there are many of those things. But my mother used to say to me, doing things that you don't like is good for your character. And whenever I look back now as an adult, I actually think, yeah, she's right. Uh, and we find that in our life, you know, not everybody wants to get up every Monday morning, especially in the middle of winter, to go to work. But, but you do it. That's a discipline. It's a perseverance. And it does build your character. It builds that ability to, to get things done and do what you have to do. So our suffering has produced perseverance and character. And then what is the next thing? And character now, the scripture says, produces hope. So now we actually find ourselves back to hope. And I think that's really important. And it says hope does not disappoint us. You know, 
uh, or put us to shame is another version. So I, I love this little formula of Scripture. Um, suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. So whenever we get back to hope, we now have the basis for faith. Yeah, so that's Scripture, Hebrews 11, verse 1. It said, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So the very fact that we have suffering, we, we actually now have a formula, I believe. And the very thing that's designed to um, maybe destroy or harm our faith is actually the very thing that's going to strengthen it. So, I, you know, I really want us to take, um, take hope in that, take, take um, something good out of this scripture. If you're suffering right now in your present situation, let it produce perseverance, let it build muscle. And, and when you build that perseverance, let that form your character to make you more like Jesus, as the Bible you know, says we, we're going to become more like Jesus from glory to glory. And then let that character produce hope. And then that hope, which uh, comes back, and we are now back with a basis to have faith. And it will strengthen and increase our faith. And it will give us faith not just for our own situation, but also to help others in their situations. And that we'll be able to lift people up in their faith uh, and, and for many people, maybe able to introduce them to faith for the first time. So I think that's a really nice formula. Suffering, perseverance, character, hope, which leads us back to faith. So I just want you to be encouraged with that. If you're feeling a little bit low, uh, just to go, to, just to know that there is an end result in this. And God always brings good out of bad situations. Um, also want to say maybe that just for the Christians, just to, you know, take that as an encouragement. Uh, if you're maybe not a Christian or you're looking at our faith, uh, I really want to encourage you just to consider faith because God has a great life for us. I know that um, I never regret becoming a Christian many years ago. And, you know, we have uh, phone numbers and people you can talk to this morning. So I just want to encourage you to have faith and uh, just let perseverance do its work in you. Thanks for listening to Com Church Talks. We'd love to hear from you and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to get in touch, visit our website at www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.